Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick. At about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. We are so happy that you're here with us on this Monday, December 12th edition. D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. He is the Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. Jesse running everything behind the boards, man. And we appreciate everybody who is tuning in across multiple platforms on ESPN 1320 on the Odyssey app. On 98.5 FM HD, if you're in your electric vehicle or you got one of those little HD boxes that are planted all around here. The studio playing Christmas music for some reason. (laughs) Um, You got a spaceship like Damien. Or a newer spaceship like Kenny. Wait a minute. Relax, relax, relax. We do this. We do this all day. Um, man, we've got a lot to talk about. What a newsworthy weekend uh, it was. We barely have enough time in this four-hour show, much less the open, to get all of the congratulations that go out in order. We're going to get to the Kings for sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, the performance they had or lack thereof against the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. They're we humor. are... We are going to talk about the closeout in that fourth quarter against the Cleveland Cavaliers because that was that was some premium basketball from the Sacramento yeah, Kings. So yeah, there'll yeah. be a little bit of good and the bad uh, headed into this really tough back-to-back that they got uh, coming up in the next two days. We'll talk about what Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers did. First, yo, Grant Union. Come hey, on, man. Hey, man, air horse. We're going to let Grant them stand up. DPA stand up. The height stand up. State champions. Let's go. Let's go. Coach Carl Reed and, and, and his entire coaching staff, man, congratulations to all of you. Congratulations to those, those student athletes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to that student body. Congratulations yes. to everyone associated with Grant. 
an absolutely tremendous uh, performance from them over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And state champions, man. State champions. Champions, baby. They can't erase what we were. <laughs> can't erase what we were. <laughs> um, it's always, like, an unbelievable achievement to win a state championship. I mean, it's just it, – it's phenomenal. But – it goes to another level when you when you talk about the whole uh, – I wish they tell the whole story. Tell the whole story about mm-hmm. Grant and what they had to endure last season. Um, I think – were they 1-9 or 0-9? I can't remember. But it was a disastrous season from a prestigious program. And, and a lot of – there was a lot of things going on, right? Like it was COVID year. You know, they battled through a whole lot. And to go from that to a state championship – Man, my hat goes off to those guys. What a performance. They made the city proud, man. Uh, Shout out to them in a major way. Yeah, man. Big ups, big ups. And congratulations to uh, the Sac State Hornets. Their season uh, came to a conclusion Mm. in probably the most dramatic fashion imaginable. Man. 56 (laughs) fourth quarter points on Friday night. Again, 56 fourth. Quarter points, uh, but our, our our Hornets saw their incredible season come to an end, 66-63, and the next morning, uh, Coach Troy Taylor was officially announced as the new head coach uh, at Stanford University. Yeah. So, so, Coach Taylor, uh, congratulations to you. 100%. I was really trying to let them air horns fly, but it just didn't want to work. <laughs> it didn't want to work. Um, we'll talk more about all of this. We'll talk more about the, the game Friday. We'll talk more about the game uh, Saturday, uh, but we wanted it was to – rocking out there on Friday, yeah. and it was cold. Yeah, well. That's about as cold as I go for a football game. I had a great time, though. Yeah, well, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. I mean, that rain hit hard the next day. Oh, that man. means if the rain hadn't been there, it would have been colder. I got a story to tell. Oh Lord! All right, <laughs> I, I look forward. I look forward to hearing that. Um, again, we'll get to the Kings here uh, in just a heartbeat. But how about my client, <laughs> Brock Purdy, <laughs> and that execution from the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't mean execution like the way that they performed. I mean the execution of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. They just lined them up and put them to rest. What a what a beat down. Now, you know, I said on Friday when Tristan and Kyle were here, I was like, what, what is it, three and a half? Yeah, run run to the to your to your local uh wherever you go to place place bets. It put the local. house on that one. <laughs> well, we, we're everywhere. You know, they listen to us in 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 Maryland. They no, listen no to us in Jersey. Yeah. You know, we we all over the place. So it ain't we're, local we're, here, though. Where your residents are clear about how much money sports gambling can make for you. So <laughs> right. congratulations to the states that got it right. Absolutely. But um, I said run and, and put your money on the 49ers. They they about to handle business. I didn't see it like this. Oh man, I didn't see it like well, this. This game. This game wasn't close from the start. No. It wasn't no. close to 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> I thought the best thing that could have happened to that team, the San Francisco 49ers, the best thing that could happen to Brock Purdy. Hell, we talked about the 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 things that I, I, I think first-time starters need to feel mm-hmm. to get over those nerves. You got to get hit, and you got to complete <laughs> that first pass. He got hit. He got drilled on the very first play of the game. 
Not only did he get hit, he get dri- he picked up 15 yards for his team in the process. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yeah. And then he starts finding ways to move the ball down the field. It's like when they scored first, I thought, okay, they're going to be in really good shape here. I'm not going to worry about Brock Purdy the rest of the game. Mm. You get that first score, you're never play- you know, you're not playing from behind at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. You're settled in. And then they just whooped their ass. They just beat beat them down. For the next 60 minutes, just beat the hell out of them. Beat them down. You know, it was funny. You know, you, you know how I watch these games. You know how I am. So I'm sitting there, you know, with, with, with little Ryan and, and my nephew, Julian. And, uh, you know, they start the game. And, and I see Brock audible out of something. And I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Brock, you see something. You see something. Do work, baby. <laughs> My man called an audible, and Kenny lost his damn mind. He called an audible to get killed. I said, "Wait a minute, you don't wait. You don't see that? No, dear God, no! Good God, that man has a family." And after that, man, he was cooking. Well, actually, he missed Devo the next play, and then after that, he was cooking. And what? Like I said, I thought they were going to win the game. I thought that, I, I didn't think it was going to be close. Like. Maybe a little bit more than a touchdown or whatever, just because I didn't think Tampa Bay had the offense to do a whole lot against that 49ers defense. I did not see them putting up points like that. I did not see the first half going the way it did. I did not see Brock Purdy playing the way he did. I'm we we going there's a lot that we have to see. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that has to be seen. But man, I'm talking to some of my people all over the place. Questions and scenarios are being asked about 2023 right now. I'm just I'm just I'm inviting you into to to my world into our circle. Questions are being asked. Two things. Uh I know there's more pressing things to talk about with Devo and we will. Uh-huh. We don't have any update, but when we get one, if we get one, we'll pass it along. Take Damien's ankle. You can have it. I ain't using it. <laughs> I also might have an Achilles that's about to go, so just be aware of that. <laughs> Dear God. Two, uh, d- 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 but, two, I, I w- I w- I'm glad my man apologized today. Yeah, yeah. So- he stepped over that man like he was Ty Lue on the ground in the <laughs> NBA Finals. Oh, Debo, come on, man. What are you doing? And he, like, he was AI. and He saw it. He, was, he stepped in the stomp, and I'm like – you just ran that man over. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? I saw I saw it when it happened. Well, not live, but I went back and watched the game. And I saw I was like, hey, anybody help a brother up? No. Nah. No. Nobody he helped left him there. over or whatever. And I'm glad he apologized. You know who else, if you watch the film, if you watch it again, you know who else needs to apologize? Maybe even more than Debo. Debo just scored a touchdown. You know, Debo, you know, just got knocked off, you know, his axis and, and you know, scored a touchdown. He's up. He's hyped or whatever the hell was Mike McGlinchey doing? If anybody watching the clip, I need Mike McGlinchey to get on his Twitter and apologize to that man as well. Mike McGlinchey was looking down on the poor photographer. Looking down on him. Skirted around him. You know, looked down, looked back and everything. If you don't help that man up. Can't, I, I hate when football players do that. T.O. always has the one that I remember the most. This this security guard and and not like a like an armed not not like an officer like a, a an arena security yeah was doing their job back to the field scanning the crowd trying to keep everybody safe mm-hmm. to comes running through four million miles an hour <laughs> and hits that dude just at full speed directly the dude's body looked like it was in a 
car accident. Mm. He goes falling forward. T.O. turns around, doesn't even look at the dude, just runs back to the huddle. It's crazy. Like, that's, that's crazy, terrible. man. Come on, man. Come on. That's like these, they, they have a couple of remember, remember. I'm only laughing because I think he's all right. But remember, I think it was the Raiders and the Cardinals when my man in the back of the end zone got, got knocked down the, and he just rolled over. Hey, wait, wait, was that the dude who got hit in the in the, the business? Oh no, no, that was the that Niners was the 49ers, Cardinals. wasn't yeah, it? Was yeah, Niners okay, Cardinals. that's what I thought. Yeah, but this dude in the Raiders Cardinals. He got uh, knocked over in similar fashion in the back of the end zone, and he falls, and he took a mean hit because he's facing the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. So he falls on his back, rolls over, and just like that. They just kept moving. I said, can somebody check on my man? Damn. But, yeah, I'm glad Debo apologized, too. Mike McGlinchey, you're next. Yes, Mike McGlinchey, you need to say sorry. You, I'm looking at Mike McGlinchey as we speak. Just walk around. Look down on my man mm-hmm. and walk around him. He's like the 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 bully on the Simpsons. Ha ha, <laughs> Nelson. Nelson. That's what he was. Mike McGlinchey <laughs> out here like Nelson. Um, obviously, that's 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 kind of the downside. Obviously, everybody's aware of Debo's injury. Uh, Brock Purdy was hurt as well. Um, mm. He has an oblique issue now. Kyle Shanahan was insistent. Take Damien's. You can you can have it. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm going to need those. Uh, Kyle Shanahan uh, said that. Brock Purdy exited the game because of the score, mm-hmm. not because of, of the injury. But 49ers do play on Thursday mm-hmm. in a game that can win them the NFC West because, mm-hmm. as you called it, your Carolina Panthers well, man. Well, man, I told you I was gonna happen. held off the Seattle Seahawks for a victory last night. So there is so much to discuss. Uh, thankfully, uh, we now have three hours and 48 minutes uh, to do it. James Ham's going to join us in the final hour of the show. We'll talk Kings basketball. We'll talk arguably their worst game of the season, certainly one of them. There haven't been very many bad ones, uh, but that was a bad one last night against New York. So we'll dive into that. We'll look at some of the good from Friday. We'll get back to the 49ers. Uh, uh, Troy Taylor, Grant, we've got you covered here. At Steelo and KC. Purdy. On Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
D-Lo and Casey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. YouTube.com slash ESPN1320. Uh, all right. A little breaking glass. Somber breaking well, glass. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, uh, over here. 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 I'll turn it down so I, I don't... I don't know how to hit somber breaking glass. That's the best I could do. 49ers veteran defensive back Dante Johnson suffered a season-ending torn ACL during Sunday's win over the Broncos. You know, I I would like (laughs) to say this. Okay, go ahead. I'd like to say this about Dante Johnson. There's been a lot of jokes. And rightfully so. He's like a 20-time 49er. He is. He is. He's Absolutely. like the hardcore champion, uh, or the twenty four seven champion of forty nineers. He just he just finds a way to get cut and back on the team, cut and back on the team. But I say that I say that you know, hey man, he he, he came in every time. He comes and does his job. He's cut. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes back, and regardless of what position they ask him to play, um, he's just he's back. He's doing it. And some people will be like, "Well, that's his job or whatever," but you know, that might be hard. You know, that might be difficult for uh, somebody to do. And literally 20 different times, like you're gone. All right, Dante, we want to bring you back. Mm-hmm. After about the seventh time, I might be like, to hell with you guys. Mm-hmm. But he comes back, he plays every day, every time he's with them, in whatever position, and uh, yeah, season's over. That sucks. That's I saw bad. it when it happened. I was like, oh, no. Hope he, hope he can get up and be all right. But apparently not. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, we're hearing – trinkets of the Debo Samuel information and it doesn't appear to be like my Mike you know the the injury obviously looked bad mm-hmm. the reaction looked significantly worse mm-hmm. and that's what that's what gave me fear about Debo's yeah. you know immediate future was the way he reacted because you know athletes always know you know mm-hmm. there's you know Chris Paul like I remember when Chris Paul hurt his thumb like he knew like he knew in that moment like I'm I'm, I'm done like yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm done. I remember uh, Dwayne Wade. Similar, similar thing happened to him. Um, Debo's reaction told me more than like the. You get used to seeing legs caught up and rolled up on and and stuff like that. But Debo's reaction was like, oh man. Uh, but it appears, it, at least early indications are. It, Kyle Shanahan said it's it's likely a severe ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's going to cost him some time. Yeah. Um, but not nearly as much as it would as if it was broken. Nah, man. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching the game, and, you know, I saw the, the tackle and the way he got folded over, and I was like, oh, no. I didn't even see the fumble because I, yeah, turned, I, didn't either. I turned my back yeah. when I saw he got the way he got folded mm-hmm. up, and I was like, no. And I turned my back, and then, you know, I hear, oh, ball's loose or whatever, and obviously I could care less about that at that point. And um, like you, you know, I, I saw – well, first – I saw him down, and then they started messing with him. He extended his leg, and you see he's on his back, and he's, like, wiggling his foot around or whatever in his ankle. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe he just got scared. You know, maybe it just scared the bejesus out of him. And then they go to commercial, and they come back, and he's on the cart. And I was like, no, 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 not the cart, yeah, the cart man, not come the out cart. Very often, the only man. thing that was, like, was a saving grace was there was no air cast. When the air cast comes out, now you know it's it's nasty. There was no air cast or nothing, but I thought, you know, something was broken or whatever. Um, so the fact that it's not, you know, aside from the 49 49er season for him, you know what I mean? If it's just the high ankle sprain, um, that's a blessing. 
but like I said, if you needed to, you could have took Damien's ankle. And you still can. Look, man, if it helps, y'all can have it. This is fine. Take care of it. Just, you know. I told him last night they could take uh, Jazz's ankle, and she looked at me kind of crazy. So I moved it to Damien's. The the Jazz who literally just had your daughter? Yeah, I was like, well, well, Debo needs it. The Jazz that just carried your second child around for the last nine months. Look, man, and I'll carry that child around um, for five hours when we go to the parade if Jazz were to give her ankle and we can get the Super Bowl. Five hours? Six hours. Who's watching uh, young Ryan Patrice now? Jazz, oh, okay. Jazz All right. watching. All right. Know. She don't need her ankle to watch it. <laughs> Boy, I'll get the guest room ready for you, bro. There's no problem. I got you. I got you. Hey, company party update. You were asking if, uh, <laughs> yeah. if we, if we are. Hey, it's lit. It's at 3 o'clock in Folsom. Not even here? In four days. It's, it's not, <laughs> not here? No. No, and, and as two people who just drove to Folsom this weekend, <laughs> I ain't going back. Y'all can y'all can have Folsom. Y'all y'all can have it. Um, Three to that's six. That's the most inconvenient place to get to on the planet. I might have an hour to watch uh, to be at that party. If it's three to six, get out of here at four. It might take us an hour to get over there. It's absolutely going to take us an hour to get over there. They basically planned it. The guy shows over at four. All right. Traffic's going to pull them out to about 530. They won't be able to make it. That's How can we make it look like we want them there and just hope <laughs> they don't show up? Here's what we'll do. We'll schedule it in four days in the furthest possible place uh, from from the studio. Ready, team, break. That's all right. Sorry. I'm going to pull up, man. I'm going to pull up. We don't have extra work to do that day, finally. We don't, but I ain't driving I ain't driving all the way to Folsom. That's yeah, a strike. You know, my, my South Sac um, born and raised mentality, you know, I hear Roseville and Folsom, and I'm always like, right, yeah, same area, until, like, I actually had to go from Roseville to Folsom. I was like, it's the complete opposite side of the map. And when it's you're not out. not close at all. And when you're out here, it's a street. Like you just need to get on like two streets to get to Folsom, and it's it's a lot of lights. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of light. Wonder what those lights will look like at four o'clock on a Friday. Woo, woo! I I commend our team committed to the gimmick though of keeping us out of company <laughs> parties after we've come to the studio. Every party before was here in the studio, but now it's like, now what? What? How can how can we do this? Ain't that why we got this studio? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we can do things here. <laughs> In any event, uh, we'll get back to the 49ers. We'll take a look ahead to the – we'll take a look ahead at their opportunity to win the division mm. on Thursday. And biz, business is picking up. Things are just, like, kind of falling right now into place. Mm. Kind of falling into place. Business is picking up with the 49ers. I agree. I think the 49ers look good. These folks can mess around and have like a two-week uh, bye. Yeah. Um, you're not – you're still not going to take Philly ser- seriously? No, this ain't got nothing to do with Philly. Oh, okay. Because they're beating the brakes off they, of every yeah, team they, that has a good they record. They smacked the hell out of the Giants yesterday. And is it – Giants is ain't it no this good, week? Though. 
That's why I want to no, play the Giants. He, he, yeah, the Giants. Are Just hold on. Giants don't are. let. Sorry, Coach Chris, but don't let Detroit catch you. Hold on, uh, Giants. Stay in there. Is is it Philly Dallas this week? I think it's next week because okay. I'm assuming that's a Sunday night football game. Ah, uh, very good, very very good. That'll be that'll be good stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's get to the Kings. Uh, there's good and bad to talk about with the Kings. Uh, mm-hmm. The bad, unfortunately, is the most recent, uh, which is why we ain't got nothing for you. Oh, Record scratch. Damn. Damn. And the, the bar, I was lining the bars up. No, it was wasn't. about ready. Last night? No. Oh. Like Saturday or Sunday morning oh. or something like that. Like my mind was already percolating. Because there was no point in yesterday's game where you would think, you know what, I'm going to start putting this rhyme together. No, there was not. It was. It was just like a tip off. It was was legit over in the first quarter. Like we didn't know it because we've seen them make runs. We've seen them close gap. We've seen them do things. But, you know, in hindsight, the thing they gave up was it like 36. It was 36 to 22. Hmm. They never. That was it. It was done. I thought when. uh, Man, who was it? Uh, R.J. Mm-hmm. He might have hit the biggest shot of the game. Uh, Julius gets tossed. The Kings on the defensive end are ferocious. Like they're yeah, they, feeling they try it. They to turn it up. They're feeling it in that possession that 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 Julius is gone and RJ hits a three and it's like, well, that's all right. all she wrote. That was probably it. Yeah, they tried to turn it up a little bit. They tried to turn yeah. it up at the beginning of the, coming out of the half. They tried to turn it up, like you mentioned when when Julius got ejected. That was. A terrible ejection, like on his part, not on the referees. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Um, that was terrible. But they tried to turn up then, and then in the fourth quarter, they kept trying to start that car up. Like, and it just – well, what happened was they couldn't score. That's really what it came down to for me, is they couldn't score enough to put pressure on the Knicks and get that game under 10. Yeah, they couldn't score anywhere. Couldn't even score at the foul line. No, no, and it, it, we look we look again at thirty nine point eight percent from the field yesterday, twenty five point six from three, and sixty five point seven with a handsome sample size of thirty five free throw attempts from the free throw line, and Man. that's that's a topic. We'll get back to the free throws because that's that isn't a one game issue. Yeah, they 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 just they didn't they didn't have enough yesterday. They didn't have enough. And, you know, games like this are going to happen. You know, it don't matter if it's at – it's going to happen at the Golden 1 Center, and they're going to lose a game that they probably, you know, you feel like they should win. But, you know, you had a stat that you look at um, almost every game, and it's a great one. It's a great call. It's the assist. You know, and you, you – I would say you probably want it anywhere between 27 and 30. Mm-hmm. That indicates that they're playing well or not. And that's – Spot on, spot on, right? Only twenty last night for this, which is becoming a trend, by the way. Yeah, that that that. If we put the number at twenty five, and you're right, I I want it closer to thirty. But you 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 get above twenty five, and you start looking at it like ah, they were moving the ball pretty well. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've been above twenty. I think they've had a couple of games of twenty. They had one of seventeen. Like that number in the last handful of games, even in in the the Cleveland game that they won has plummeted. Yeah. And I think the the number that I tend to look at with this team kind of goes hand in hand with the assists and it's the made threes. 
you know, when they were on a three-game losing streak, I, you know, I wasn't even working. And came in and texted him. I was like, yo, they got to make 12-plus threes. Mm-hmm. They got to hit the three ball. And last night, 10 threes. Now, they took 39. So there was there was times during that losing streak where well, where they they were like 9 of 22. And I said, that's not good enough. Get them up. They got them up last night, but they just didn't hit. But I'd argue some of the – I, I understand your – point but i'd argue some of that was a detriment to them like there was a cup there were there were there, there was a stretch of possessions where terrence took a shot really really early in the shot clock mm-hmm. and then they got a stop and malik came down and did the same thing this is the, the deficit was probably 10 or 11 and it was one of those moments where it felt like they're trying to eliminate the lead with one shot mm-hmm and there were again. It was back to back possessions with little ball movement. And de- Terrence's three was that's a look. It was, it was fine. Malik took a relatively deep three, mm-hmm. not really in transition, semi in transition. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think that was I can't remember the third one. I don't feel like it was as rushed as the other two, which is why those stood out. But I think they took three straight threes, three straight misses in those in that string of possessions. Yeah. And like I get, I get you want them up, but at what point is it get the right one up? Yeah, I mean, and and some of that has to do, like I said, with the assist totals. Like you get a lot of the times they get the assist totals in the in the May threes, they're kind of related, right? Because they're moving the ball, they're whipping it around, hitting their three point shots. So some of that it plays in with that as well, but. um like yeah, the shots were they were early, they were quick. I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of them, but I also. That's to me. That's that's who they are. That's what they've got to be. They've got to, they've got to play with that level of bounce and confidence to their game to be able to shoot those early threes or to be able to um, shoot a pull up three or something like that to be successful. So I didn't, I, on the. Surface, yeah, like Malik's three. Nah, I don't, it's a little quick. I don't really need that. You know what I mean? So I get what you're saying on that, but I don't have a huge problem with it. Last night they just they just didn't hit him. Mm-hmm. They just didn't hit him. So and you combine that like you talked about with the free throws, and that's not gonna get it done. It was one of those games, man. It was one of those games. They're on a tough road trip. They're halfway through it now. Um, yeah, one of those games. But it also told me. And it reminded me, and I saw a lot of stuff on Friday night where I was like, settle down, about De'Aaron Fox and this proves why Sabonis the most important and all this other stuff. You 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 still need a De'Aaron Fox. And I'm not saying people are saying you don't need De'Aaron Fox, Mm -hmm. but I think he's extremely vital to this team's success. Extremely vital. And I still – it's not really a competition. I'm not trying to get into a competition, but I still would put him a, 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 a bit above Sabonis as far as important. Um, well, maybe we don't have to put one above the other and we could just put them next to each other and I say think, that these two are, are, 100% accurate. are vital to the Sacramento Kings' success. I mean, you go back to the to the Friday night game. I think that was Sabonis' 18-18 and 18 yeah. game against ball. Cleveland. Ball. Um, Play, he played – Good last night too. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, right. And he's had a. I mean, he's had a string like Demonte Sabonis. 
he's an all-star to me. Yeah, like absolutely. I don't like I, I I understand how Anthony Davis like Anthony Davis is an MVP candidate. Like he's playing out of this world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that they would put three centers in after you put Jokic in because he's got to have his spot. But mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Like he's he's playing well. Sabonis is playing incredible. Yeah, yeah twenty and twelve last night. Yeah. Um, in a, in a, in, a, in a game, you know, that, that not particularly good. I guess it's 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 difficult to stand out when you know other players at your position. One of them just gets named uh, uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. He dropped fifty three last night. Mm. By the way, you'll see him tomorrow. Mm. Uh, and then you got what Anthony Davis has been doing, where he's just regularly scoring, you know, thirty eight, forty points a night. And you know, it, it changing the trajectory of the Los Angeles Lakers a little bit. Yeah, um, it's a tough, it's a, it's a, it's a tough team to make. But man, he's playing well. Yeah, he absolutely is, man. He, he's one. Maybe of he's the, just not playing loud enough <laughs> compared to those other guys. Maybe he needs to be louder. Yeah, you know, and and I guess maybe you know one of the things about uh, Sabonis is, you know, maybe you got to watch him to appreciate him or appreciate what goes on. Cause you know, you look at his numbers last night, 20 and 12, four assists. It's not crazy. We both thought he played really well. Even what he did on Friday wasn't crazy. Was it 18 and 18, 18, mm-hmm. 18 and seven, maybe I think something like that. Stand by 18, 18 and six, 18, 18 and six. Like he, he played three steals. Like if you just two look, block shots, man, he's just stuffed the whole stat sheet on Friday. If you just look at the numbers, it's not as crazy as, 53 and 20, right? But man, Sabonis was phenomenal, phenomenal on Friday night. And that's where, you know, you talk about will he make the all-star team? Should he? he absolutely should, but maybe the numbers aren't crazy enough for some people that aren't watching. But I also say this, the, the reserve votes are from the players and the coaches. Mm-hmm. They should be watching. Mm-hmm. They should know without just looking at the numbers. Uh, what Sabonis is and what he means to to this team. So, I would expect them to to do what's right. Kings, as it stands, and this could change tomorrow, have a better record than Philadelphia. Mm. Put that out there too. It was one game again. This was could change tomorrow, um, but the 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 context behind De'Aaron being an All Star and that feels sketchy at best at this point. Yeah. And Sabonis being an all-star. Oh, the Kings win enough games. Okay. Compared to who? Look at look at the rest of the conference. If you're judging if you're judging who makes the all-star team by how many games their team has won, okay, give me the definitive all-stars because this conference is a mess. Yeah. And then you 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 start to get to the to the bottom portion of the now midway through the 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 Eastern Conference, and you have about the same records that you have in the West with Philadelphia and Atlanta. You got Brooklyn who's just quietly playing really, really well right now. Mm-hmm. That game on Saturday, they won. My goodness. Mm. What in the world? <laughs> there were some... What in the world? <laughs> How did that happen? There, there were some wild... There was there, there, there were some really interesting games this weekend. <laughs> uh, I mean, dating back to Friday, there were some wild games this weekend. That Sixers game, was that Friday night? The Sixers-Lakers? Yeah. yeah. I think that was Was Friday. that Friday where the, yeah. they, they blew the lead, yeah. got into overtime, a, a, a crazy get into overtime, and then they wound, I think they pulled away. They yeah. wound up winning pretty comfortably. 
uh, in overtime. And I, I caught, you know, Joel, yeah, we just weren't good enough. <laughs> like, like they just put up like 130 points, but 133 points. But, you know, the context of the game is like, yeah, we just weren't good enough. We've got to stay focused for 48 minutes. Uh, but they got the win. Um, so, yeah, just point being, I don't know how you, like, everyone put that put that marker on the Kings. If they win enough, if they win enough. Okay, well, if they win enough compared to who? Right. Um, yeah. And not far from where Denver's at. Is anybody saying, well, if you, you know, if the Nuggets win enough, maybe Jokic can be a, an all-star. No, that's that's being reserved for Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't think, you know, given De'Aaron has missed two games, didn't play great for seven, that's now nine games. He missed another one in mo- – I mean, and now you're talking 11 games. Like, De'Aaron's not going to be an all-star this year. Mm. But Sabonis can, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. That, that's, probably, that's, that's too far out there. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. The point was he's playing really, really well. And the fact that he's regularly leading the team in assists. I, I, I'll ask you this question because you brought – I'm going to step back. Because if I ask you this question, I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll turn into a 30-minute conversation and we don't we – don't, we don't have 30 minutes without a commercial interruption uh, to, to bring that question up. But you talk about the importance no, I'm curious. of De- Well, you talked about the importance of De'Aaron Fox, and it's about De'Aaron Fox because mm-hmm. you look at the way Malik has played the last couple of games, and you look at the way as a whole that second unit has played. And a lot, you know, obviously a lot happens when you, when you lose De'Aaron Fox or when you lose a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when as valuable as De'Aaron Fox, your, your bench immediately gets weakened because of not only does your starting lineup gets weakened, get weakened, but your 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 rotations get weakened because you have to move someone into the starting lineup. And in this case, obviously, it's Davion Mitchell. I don't feel like Davion is is thriving in that role the way a lot of people hope that he would uh, with De'Aaron. At. I certainly don't think he's playing bad, and I'm not I'm not going to like single him out as to what happened yesterday. Everybody was bad yesterday, and nobody could make anything. Right. But it feels like the second unit, and I think Matt George pointed this out on his latest Locked on Kings podcast, the second unit is really struggling without De'Aaron Fox because De'Aaron plays a lot of minutes with that second unit, mm-hmm. particularly Malik Monk. And I wonder if there's a correlation between there, those two there, things. There, there absolutely might be. Um yeah, it's it's not inconceivable at all to think that there's a correlation between the two. Um, the one thing that I would say for some of those guys that um, we're kind of used to this year playing well off the bench, your Malik Monks, your Terrence Davises, um, I literally wouldn't put Trey Lyles in there because uh, I'm I just I'm not as sure about him. I think he's a little more consistent, but Terrence and Mal- Malik. They're just kind of, you know, they're um, sometimes streaky players. You know what I mean? And they'll go through, you know, four, five, six games where they can't miss. And then they'll have like two or three games where they're getting the same looks and the same shots and and they're not going. And right now, I think that's a bit more of what's going on. But, I mean, those are all good points, though, that, you know, De'Aaron on that – on playing with that second unit, he could bring a level of comfort um, to what they do or take some of the load off ball handling-wise to, to what they're able to do. So it could absolutely play a role into you know them struggling as of late. We'll talk more uh, about De'Aaron's impact uh, on this team in, 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 in 
the second unit. A couple of questions here from the Chatty House. Uh, is there a timetable for Fox? Uh, no, to the best of our knowledge, he's he's day to day. So mm-hmm. we'll be hanging on the injury report tomorrow in the final hour of the show uh, to see what happens. Many other people think Fox can be an all star if he returns to form. Okay. Um, he would absolutely have to return to form for some work to a do. massive chunk of games uh, before voting gets underway, uh, particularly from the coaches. But, yeah, sure, I, I, I guess you're right. Uh, we got a stat here from Will Z that I'll share with you uh, regarding the uh, quick threes uh, that mm. the Kings were taking yesterday. Interesting numbers here from Will Z. We'll have those for you uh, when we return here. It's Dilo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Is it the black ones? The all right. the triple OG black ones? Those go hard. That's a pass for me, though. That, that no, is not. Work. Yeah, that's not your bad. It's not my bad. Those go hard, though. I'm starting to think even the Conquerors look funny on me. I what? put them on again this morning. What? I was like this. I can't. I I'm, I don't know what it is. It's just like I can't. I'm having a tough time embracing that shoe right now. Embrace it. I'm trying. Like, I'm trying. Maybe maybe it just didn't work with what I... You know what it was is I had on... Now it, I had on gray Jordan sweats. I was like, this will, go, this will pop, right? Mm-hmm. But then I thought, I'm down to go to work to casual. But these are gray sweats. And, like, you could dress up gray sweats a certain way, yeah. not with a D-Lo and KC hoodie. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, this ain't it for me. This, this, this ain't it. I'm going to leave this here. I couldn't oh, make it work. You, you can make it work. Couldn't make it work. You can make it Concords, you can make it work. I'll get there. Are those? Nah, they're not. I mean, Leezy's in here saying Concords are the holy grail of Jordans. Well, I mean, they're up there. I think for some people our age, they might be. Because, like, for me, they, they were a really, really big deal for me because that was my high school basketball shoe that I couldn't afford. Mm. It was like, you buy the team shoe or you, you can't play. So I didn't play. Right. So I didn't when I got that shoe for the first time. Hey, crazy though, Camino. <sighs> you have no idea, bro. <laughs> crazy. Like you have no idea. That's why. That's why the you know <laughs> shout out Kiku Parker and that mm-hmm. story. We were like, yeah, I can see stuff like this happening. Mm. And like even that, you had to pay for all that stuff. Like yeah. And I was talk about that school. You know, going to the, the, not only. I was the poorest person at that school, mm. black or white. Like, I was the poorest person there. Mm-hmm. That school was uh, at a higher income bracket than I than I should have been a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and <laughs> what were they, like 120 at the time? Yeah, wow, I wish. Yeah, there's no, it, but even even then, <laughs> even was it 90, then, 96? Yeah. No. Yeah. no. It's asking a lot. Like, no, $120 for your bat? No, yeah. that's insane. So uh, I, I, the Concords were they weren't my grail, but they were my fu shoe. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I always. I say that, that shoe. saying like, you know, they're probably they're you know, top five. They're gorgeous, you know. Yeah, maybe, the shoe maybe is gorgeous. Even top three, but the holy grail, Lizzie, is the bread elevens. I don't think there's a better shoe that's ever been made. Than the bread elevens. I think I hear more people say the bread elevens. I think even Debo. I was Debo was uh, Debo was with uh, Kyle and and Chris on Candlestick Chronicles. Okay, and Chris asked him, you know, what's what's the what's the one? Yeah, and that's what he said. The bread elevens are unreal. Just ain't for me. I'll get you some bread elevens. I don't think you no. You know I won't wear them. (laughs) You absolutely know I won't wear them. Yeah, the bread elevens are the one. Debo, um, 
got that Jordan Dill. Shout out to my man Debo mm-hmm. with the Jordan Dill, and he has some clean little uh, um, flu games cleats last night, yesterday. Very. Fresh. Uh, we'll pass an update uh, on, on Debo. I don't think we're actually getting an update on Debo today, but if we do, uh, we'll pass it along because I think Kyle already spoke, right? Didn't Kyle already talk today? I'm not sure. I thought I, I I saw I I thought I saw some 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 quotes come out those 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 could have been uh, recycled from our yeah, I think they uh, our friends yeah no they he uh, yeah he spoke this morning okay um you know what, let's do this right, right real quick the ceiling is the roof let's make it happen let's keep moving forward the ceiling is the roof performance of the night brought to you by ACR solar call 916-481-7200 to set your appointment find out if solar is right for you find out how much john and his team uh can lower your energy bills again 916-481-7200 the ceiling is the roof performance of the night brought to you by ACR solar goes to our friends over at Grand High School. Yeah, man. You win a state championship. Now you win the prestigious <laughs> ceiling is the roof performance of the night. An incredible game, an incredible season, an incredible job uh, by Coach Reed and his staff uh, and that student body for hosting a, 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 a state championship. Turning out the way that they did, man. Absolutely. Congratulations again to uh, Grant Union on that state title. Man, I was, I was so happy to see them get that done. And it was a dramatic game, too. Yeah. You know, game came down to the wire, man. Yeah. But, um, for them to be able to pull that out, I, I was I was so elated for those guys, man. Shout out to Grant. Shout out to the whole DPH. The Heights, stand up, baby. Uh, I got that Will Z stat coming for you. I do want to talk a little bit about Friday's game uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to be ultra negative with the, with the Sacramento Kings. Like since we last did a show, there was some good and some bad. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked a lot about the bad, but we want to talk about the good uh, as well. But let's spend a few more minutes talking about uh, what we saw uh, from Sac State, uh, not only mm-hmm. Friday, uh, but this season, yeah. uh, and maybe not only this season. But over the Troy Taylor era that has officially come to a conclusion as he uh, heads off to Stanford, uh, an amazing season comes to an end in absolutely heart-stopping fashion uh, on Friday night. Uh, 28 points scored by each team mm. uh, in the fourth quarter. Defense optional <laughs> uh, at, 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 at Hornet Stadium. Um, but a, 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 a gut-wrenching loss for that football team, but man, if it's easy for me to say, uh, not having a Jersey, but being able to look back on what they did this year, what they've done over the last couple of years, truly, truly incredible. Yeah. I'd like to believe that coach Taylor and, you know, specifically this 20, I guess it's all one season. So 2022 football team. Um, I feel like they've established something in this city and in this community with, what they were able to do this year. And I think it'll continue. I hope it'll continue. Um, but, yeah, that was a tough – that was a really tough loss on Friday night. Obviously, I was out there. You know, shout-out to uh, Andy and, and everybody out there mm-hmm. at Sac State. Shout-out to Sarah Hodges. I was watching the game for with her for a little bit. Shout-out to our guy Kevin John. Uh, who was was rapping with him, too. And um, the energy at Hornet Stadium – we talk about it all the time. It's it's funny every time we go there. 
They they still tailgating out there. Mm-hmm. We go we go up there, you know, just a little bit after kickoff. They still in the parking lot yeah, playing the music, having a good time, man. And you know that's what this this football team has has brought to this city this year. And I think it'll continue. I think this is something that um, is now a part of the Lexion Lexion of of this of this city, the mm-hmm. fabric of the city, much the same way we feel like the Sacramento Republic and what they did this year. You know, is going to continue to be a part of the DNA of the city. I think Sac State football um, has established that, and, and Troy Taylor uh, did wonders to, to bring that here, and I, th- I think it's just going to keep going. And Troy, uh, Coach Taylor deserves a lot of credit for where this program is at, uh, and big congratulations to him for, for, for landing a, a life-changing Stanford job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But part of, you know, w- when you – when you are recruiting these these young men, like it's not just Troy who bonds with these guys, right? I think a, a great example. This is this is obviously on a, on a, on a different level than Sac State, but I'm I'm talking coaching wise. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of tears shed when 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 Urban Meyer walked away from Ohio State, right? And part of the reason it wasn't it wasn't b- because of how people felt about Urban Meyer. It was because of how they felt about Ryan Day. And I don't know who's going to replace Troy Taylor in, in, at, at Sac State. Like we hear things, but I'm sure that 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 program, that 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 department is doing a, a diligent process to find out the the guy, find out the staff that can take what Troy Taylor built and build up on it, rather than you know watch it kind of turn back into ashes. Mm-hmm. And if it's someone that's on this staff, or you're able to maintain some of the staff. That's a big deal for a lot of those guys. Yeah. And you could, you know, the responsibilities between assistants and head coaches are very different. But a lot of that recruiting stuff falls on assistants as well. Yeah. So while Troy Taylor absolutely built something amazing, he didn't build it by himself. So if there is anything left, you know, from his staff uh, that, that, that potentially takes the reins here uh, at Sac State, I think that's a, a, a really good thing for this program moving forward yeah I agree I agree and I I think that's the way it's going to go down I, I got confidence especially in the you know the latest hires that he's been able to make across the athletic department that, that Mark Orr is going to you know do his due diligence and you know he can't be perfect all the time but I mean he's, he's had some great hires as of late so he knows what he's doing and and I think uh I think they'll be I think they'll be all right it'll be different you know because yeah. because uh Coach Taylor you know is such a staple in this region in this community for the last I'm not exactly sure how long he's at Folsom but it feels like the last decade plus 15 years or something like that so it'll be different but I really do believe that he's he's created something here and um and they'll keep this thing rolling yeah, yeah indeed I would I would like I said I was out there um on Friday night and it probably wasn't I don't think it was like freezing it was probably if I had to guess the low fifties, maybe high forties. I was like, That's, "This is about as cold as baby, I'll go to sit there and watch a football game." I was out there for like four and a half hours. So, oh, so you going to the big house? You going to the horseshoe? Oh, I'd go after Thanksgiving. I'd go. I don't know, man. I don't I'd know. Go. So, when it's twenty eight, you gonna stand out there for four and a half hours? I, I mean, yeah, it doesn't bother. I mean, I it's I wouldn't want to. Well, that's yeah, what I'm go, saying. I'm, I'm, I, I, I mean, go like I, you talk about. You talking about 110,000. Like, yeah, I go I'd to do that. that just for the experience. Yeah. Obviously, the one time. 
What but I damn. won't do is where it's one or zero and I'm out there like shirtless or <laughs> out there in short sleeves to put no, I'll I'll, I'll go out there in in in, in thirty and some change. Would you a, go okay, would you have gone to that Vikings playoff game a few years oh, ago? Oh Jesus, no. No. <laughs> God no. Where they missed the – that wasn't even their stadium, right? Is that the one where they missed the yeah, field yeah, goal? Yeah. They, they, no, they, those were like negative temperatures. <laughs> no. I don't love nothing that much to be outside for that long. Absolutely not. I think I – Kings think, could win a championship. I ain't standing out there for that long in that temperature. Yeah, I think I – That's think, psychotic. If I had to guess, I'd say 35 degrees is about the lowest I'd go. No, I mean, dude. I'd go like 30, to – 35 degrees is cold. I'd go to Michigan-Ohio State because just the one time, like I wouldn't do it yearly – Belo and JC, I'm not going out there every year. But one time, somebody's like, yo, I got you. You got everything you need right here. Just show up. All right, I'll do it one time. Just give me those things that I can put in my gloves and they keep my hands warm. That's that's Who, get, what, uh, what were we talking about? Was somebody, oh, uh, was it Aaron Andrews where they had the, the gloves caught on fire? Oh, my God. It was in Green Bay last year, I think. Jesse, you remember that? The Green Bay uh, Niners game. Somebody's okay. gloves caught on fire. I don't need no electric gloves. I just need those little <laughs> those little packets that 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 you that you break apart and they warm your hands up inside your gloves. That's what I need. Yeah, man. Because the, the 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 hands are the key to everything to me. If I could keep my hands, because my hands when they get cold, like they hurt. Mm. I remember the first time I experienced that in Connecticut. I was mm. out for a run with my with with with, with, with my training partner. Hey, something's wrong. Like I feel fine, just like my hands are starting to really hurt. Like yeah, it's cold. Like no, I don't think you understand. Like this is painful. <laughs> oh, it was excruciating. It was one of the worst. They, they couldn't warm up fast enough. I had to get in the car. She's like, sit on your hands. You like <laughs> sit on your hands trying to warm them up. It was an awful feeling. I hated that. Yeah, I, um, like I said, I like I like the cold. Like being bundled up in the cold. Like I'm cool with it, but. Oh, no, man, four straight hours. Then the wind started blowing in the second yeah, half. I was I, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what is going on here? See, that was the killer about Saturday's storm. It wasn't necessarily the rain. Oh, my god! It gosh. was the wind. It was sideways rain the whole time. Yeah, it was It was. You want me to tell tough. you what happened to me on Saturday? Well, I I, I do. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to make this note. I want to – we're not done talking about Sac State. Oh, no. So okay. whenever we go back to Sac State, I'll tell you what happened on Saturday. Well, no, what I meant was you tell the story – and then we're going to talk about what else happened at Sac State. Okay. I guess it's a good bridge. So tell people what we're listening to right now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.